Boys, it's put up or shut up time. Welcome back to the HFFL pod. We are on to week 13. This is episode 97, which is kind of crazy to think about. Uh, we're going to have a special one for you. First here, I got, I got Rich. Rich, welcome back. Got a nice week off there. How you feeling? Yeah, I'm feeling good, man. Feeling good. When, Mike, when? Now you got to hear my fucking voice, you fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then what everybody came here to see, we have both Kellen and Corey on today. These boys are right in the middle of the playoff race. I wanted to get some people on here who are in the thick of it. They might be a little. Why funny. is Rich on here? Oh, oh. <laughs> 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 fucking cocksucker! You're gonna be into the thick of it real quick. You keep that mouth up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rich, I had to. <laughs> Corey, Corey, how you doing, buddy? Good, man. Great. Look, looking forward to the weekend. Corey's fresh off a two two hour IEP. You know he's just ready to ready to move on with life. For Re- today. Ready to go to two zero tomorrow. My JV girls have uh, their second game. Ready to go two zero against Saranac Redskins tomorrow. Two and zero. Hey, yep. get after it, Yep. You mean the Terranac Commanders? The what? You mean the Terranac Commanders? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I you got me either one. I would, I would have bought either one of them. Made no difference to me. We we have a, a picture of Kellen that I'm for sure gonna put in the group chat. The guy is so good. Here. Kellen, how you feeling, brother? Oh, I'm feeling good. Um, I'm excited to do this. This will be a lot of fun. I'm glad I'm not a teacher because those IEPs sound horrendous. They what is an IEP? Horrendous. Break it down. What's an IEP? Uh, Are you on it or me? Uh, it's, it's just a it's a yearly meeting you have to do with your special needs students with the parents. It basically, goes over your your yearly goal for the upcoming year about what what you're going to work on. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yep, that works. So we're going. We're going from IEP to IDP. Hey. Oh. Speaking of, shout out Jack Sanborn. Got a TFL. He got robbed out of. My man comes <sighs> to me. Well, stack. It still pisses me off that my that there was no notes that he started. I should have been on it more. He's on yeah, he's on my he's on my watch list since the preseason. You guys waiting for it. I know. Don't know what to tell you. It pisses me off. All right, we uh we had a big trade. Big trade that we uh we were not on last week we didn't get a chance to talk about it um Corey, why don't you tell us about this trade i mean i i know that it on paper looks like an over overspend and it is but frankly i i um felt there was some momentum going with my team i liked how they my defense has been tearing it up and frankly i just couldn't watch kyle pitts and and um gerald everett on my tight end's position anymore i frankly i think travis kelsey um, you know, with that position, he's just a guy. I think he's got three years left of being a top five tight end. And um, I think I have a plethora of wide receivers. I mean, I just you know, I traded for Alan Lazar, touchdown with Stephon Diggs. And uh, I was I was comfortable with doing it. I overspent, but I just wanted to make sure that I got him because with Travis Kelsey, I thought I could win the ship. And if I won, if I win the ship, I don't care about this, about giving up Kyle Pitts and Michael Pittman. Okay. And yeah, that the deal was uh Corey getting Kelsey for Michael Pittman and Kyle Kyle Pitts. He gave that to the other Corey. Um Rich, what did you think about this one? So I I, I agree with Corey. It was a massive overpay. I feel like he probably could have got Kelsey for Pitts straight up, or maybe maybe for Pittman and a and a pick. Um but that being said, I I think ugh, this is gonna sound fucking stupid, but Corey's team is deep enough at this point at the wide receiver position. And 
he's replacing a guy who's not producing now for a guy who is. So I think the points differential for him now is what matters. I think this is this is the time where I think dynasty goes out the window a little bit. And yeah. this is this is why I talk a little bit about this uh, sometimes about when you when you when you get the most value for your players is right around this time in the league. So I mean, yes, you can trade with dynasty dynasty thoughts uh, in the off season and maybe early on in the season where you're trying to make trades and make some maneuvers. But at this point, people are making decisions like Corey made, which is, and I'm talking about Stevens. I'm going to win now, and I'm going to go get me a guy who's going to help me win now and kind of bargain in my future a little bit, let's just say, to do it. And I think he did just that. So for his team right now, I don't think it hurts it. I think in the future he might might feel the pains of, of this when he has to, you know, figure out what to do with tight end in a couple of years or maybe Pittman blows up and he can have some, like, trade regret. But, I mean, if, if, it, if he wins it somehow, comes out and wins it and is able to, you know, uh, figure it out and his team kind of comes together, I mean, definitely worth it. Okay. What do you think, Kellen? I mean, yeah, Corey Stevens is all in. I mean, not like that he wasn't already, but, I mean, holy shit. If, to say this puts him over the top is kind of an understatement. So, um, I said it before in a pod, Corey, I don't think you give half a shit about, like, a dynasty or, like, being at the top for, like, five-plus years. You want one or two championships, you'll do whatever it takes to get it done, which, mm-hmm. um, I mean – you did it. Kelsey's 33. I think he's got time left. I really do. I mean, he's got Mahomes throwing the ball. Yes, he's old. He's on the wrong side of 30. But um, I don't think he's just going to fall off a cliff either. I mean, I think he's got years left of, yeah, the best – his best might be behind him. I think he's going to be a damn good tight end for at least a few more years. So, I think it was worth the investment or worth, you know, giving up some of the future. Um, Impressive – move i would say because that's a scary lineup that i get to go against this week yeah it's uh that's a big one this week um when it when it first went down i was like Corey, what the fuck are you doing and then after talking to him and, and kind of hearing Corey's perspective on this i mean he, he made some really good points you know that he he said that he's taken away from this year it's really hit him that you know a, a wide receiver or a tight end you're so limited by the quarterback on your team and you're so situationally dependent based on the quarterback on your team and, you know, a lot of us are living that with wide receivers on our team. I know me specifically with with DJ Moore, who can't do anything because his quarterbacks are horrible. Um, and it's, yeah, I mean, what he's saying makes perfect sense. So then I started thinking, all right, well, what about like, I mean, Travis Kelsey is an all-timer. Like he he truly is an all-timer. Mm-hmm. So like, or what about, you know, Tony Gonzalez? Like what is he doing in this similar age frame? So Tony Gonzalez at 33 has 867 and 6. At 34, he's hurt, misses most of the year, but he still gets 656 and 6. And then at 35, 36, and 37, he's over 859 and 7 all three of those years. I mean, if if Corey can get I, – I think that's minimum, truly, for Travis Kelsey just because Pat Mahomes is so good. And if you remember the the tail end that last five years of Tony Gonzalez's career was in Atlanta. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't see why he couldn't get 900 yards and eight touchdowns out of Travis Kelsey as a 36-year-old just like Tony Gonzalez did. I, so that when you think about it like that, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I have done it. Probably not. But if he gets a ship, I mean, it's all worth it. We've all said that many times in the past. So ballsy, yep. whatever. I like it. I, I just, I do win. I just yeah. don't know what, what's, what's the outlook in Indianapolis and Atlanta for quarterbacks. I mean, you know, yeah, Indianapolis so young that they have so much time, like 
Solid. Yeah. Understand. You don't. You're. You're. What you're saying is you don't have that time. You want to win. No. no. I don't want to wait three yeah. years. Corey, how, no. how long have you been? How long have you been in the league? Oh uh, gosh, I don't know. Probably 2018. Yeah, it was something like that. Give me just a so second, and I'll pull that up. Four years. So this is your fourth 17. year. 2017. 17. Took over for Jeff. Like week one, he took over. For okay, Jeff. so this is your fifth year in the league. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand you. Stand you getting a little antsy right now. I mean, you've I mean, been, I just, you've been no. in the cellar. You've been, you know, kind of, you know, uh, shit on by the league for a while, and now you got this opportunity, and you, you want to make it happen. So I mean, I, I can get you. You know, at this point, feeling like you have the depth and the ability right now to win. So, well, and if you I do, if you win, you're probably wearing shades with a trophy sitting in your lap and a yeah, beard. Exactly. And a big I, shitty I, I, in your face, right, Kellen? I want. I want to be Kellen. It's a good feeling. Let me tell you. Hell yeah, I want to be Kellen. Yeah. Look at this guy just popping in out of nowhere. Good to be champ. Yeah, I I love to have me a a, a month with that trophy. Oh shit, <laughs> Scotty Norm, what's going on? Is this the Stefan Diggs touchdown uh, hotline? It can be. <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of people who are on the playoff borderline, I was trying to get Scott on with us. He wasn't sure if he was going to be able to. He said he'd pop in if he could. So good timing. Right. We got a lot of people right at the border here. Hey That's Scott, my... uh, as as a previous owner of Travis Kelsey, what do you think about the Corey Corey trade? Oh, the Hagerman raped little Corey. <laughs> i was texting Hagerman behind the scenes and Corey Hagerman texted me and he was like hey i put this into this uh trade simulator and it says i'm just gonna rape it and he sent this to me should i do yeah. it and i was like i was like ask for ask for another second stevens is dumb enough to give it to you. <laughs> I, didn't have, I probably would have done it if i didn't have if i had one i uh, know <laughs> Hey, we'll see. So, do you think uh, do you think uh, it's definitely more than what you paid for him? Than what I paid? For? I don't even remember what I paid for him. To tell you the truth, I'm trying to look it up right either. now. And and the thing, Rich, Rich, the difference though is that he's he's what three years older than when I traded for him, or four years. Oh older. yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got he's got probably. I'm trying to remember what one, year you did that. He's got one, maybe two years left. What? Get out of here. Dude, he's like 30. He's what, 33? He's a tight so end. Scott, he's so a Scott, tight Jimmy, end. Jimmy just made up made a good point. Gonzalez played until he was 37, and I think in his last year he had 806. Yep. His last three years he had over 850 and 8. You don't think that's possible or worth it? Uh, if he can do that, that's better than I thought. Because, again, there's a difference between playing and then there's a difference between like actually being fantasy relevant. So like mm-hmm. I was thinking more along that Jason Jason Witten style of yeah. his last. Don't insult Kelsey like that. <laughs> All right, so Scott, this is what this is what this is what you gave up: Kareem Hunt, Ryan's first in twenty one, and your second in twenty two. Yeah, I probably did pretty well for Kelsey, right? That's fine. I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I think that's that was pretty that's pretty on level. Post, uh, that was probably post woman beating too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, for Hunt, no, no, that was that was much after Hunt uh, and his um. And he has not he has not been the same since. So it's been all right. He's I don't think he's been on. The, has he been on an elevator since? I don't know. Well, the year you traded him to him, he scored two hundred points. So he takes oh. he takes the stairs now. Right, yeah, only stairs, <laughs> only stairs. <laughs> 
So they're, and they're like, his, and they're like, put out his gravestone. Kareem Hunt taking the stairs since 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Hey, hey one more on. thing on Kelsey. Go ahead. I have like his year over year stats here. He already has more touchdowns than last year, and he's on pace to beat his yardage from last year too. So we're not even really seeing a decline yet. I I think when it happens though, it's gonna happen quick. Yeah, Again, that's just, that's just me. I uh I and especially if you're I again if it wins Corey Stevens a ship, like good for him, it was worth the trade, right? Like the Matt Stafford yep. Uh, yep. to the Rams trade. Like that's that might be the best deal for both teams in the history of deals. If you win it's all said and done. Yeah. When you if you win the ship, it's all worth it. Absolutely. You win the ship yeah. one year and then the next year you get a top three pick. So <laughs> yeah. literally, like it doesn't get much better than that. That's win win. Yeah. So, so it. question for you guys: Who's going to listen to this pod? We got thirty six percent of the league on the exactly pod. right. <laughs> <laughs> I could care less. <laughs> All right, I'll hey, re-listen hey, to it. Kellen, tell right us about on. this uh, this Rashawn Evans trade. How did this come about? Um, it actually kind of came together pretty easily. Um, I just kind of got tired of just picking the wrong linebacker on a weekly basis and it costing me. So I was looking at who the top linebackers were and I was like, Oh, who's got Rashawn Evans? Cause at the time he was linebacker one dude just gets a ton of tackles. So I reached out to rich who was the owner. I'm like this makes sense. The dude's on his last year of his deal. Um, we don't know what the future holds for him. He's hurting his potential points. Not that rich is too worried about it, but kind of open the discussion. Hey, what would you be looking for to move him? Um, I think Kobe would be very impressed because, as I told Rich after the deal was done, there's quite a bit of milking done on both sides. But <laughs> pretty, uh, mm. I don't know. It's probably what twenty minutes worth of talking, Rich. Maybe a little more, but yeah, a little, yeah, a little maybe probably 20, 20, 30, 20, 30 minutes of just a yeah. constant stream of texts. You know, a little bit of a little bit of trying to stretch a deal, a bigger deal out, or you know, testing some waters and seeing what was there. Yeah, we we each had like multiple second and third round picks so that we kind of agreed that a deal could get done for Rashawn Evans and we were just kind of figuring out the details from there. So mm-hmm. um, he was excited to get Ernest Jones. Um, and of course, the week after I move him, he pops off for his season high in tackles and has a great week. Yep. Uh, just just one more week. Are you picking the wrong linebacker, Kellen? It kind of, yeah, opinion. it's kind of ironic that that happened, but <laughs> uh, I needed every point I could get this past week against Ryan. I think it got me a win. This, uh, this trade that I made, so I have no he, regrets. He, he was just celebrating his uh, his twenty third birthday. That's all Ernest Jones was. Doing. Yeah, that's right. It so, was his birthday. Well, it was like yeah, November twenty third or whatever it was. I just so, like the hard crack after that saying he got yeah. the victory. Beautiful. <laughs> but, Beautiful. Uh, no, actually, it was funny. The week before, we were talking about linebacker and wide receiver possibility talking about some higher picks but Kelm was kind of gonna stand pat and I, I texted him and you know I think before he started talking to me about Evans maybe it was just after we made the deal I go yeah too bad you didn't trade me for Evans and uh and uh, the re- receiver or whatever because you would have won last week yeah <laughs> I got you Jeff yeah. but uh, either way we got something done and it produced a win for him so um for me I get to move up a full round in the draft next year with the pick I got um and I got st- four years younger at, at, at linebacker. Yep. So uh, to me, I think it's a win, especially in next year's draft. I tell you what, guys, I've watched so much highlight film and so much game film of these guys this year who are coming out in the draft who are top prospects. 
like 2023 20, picks to me are just I can't have enough of them. I'll cut my whole team for an entire team full of 2023 20, draft picks. Rich, <laughs> maybe while maybe while we're at the Lions game, you can introduce yourself to the the GM and you can get some like contracting scout stuff. You can yeah, them all out I like it. I like it. Get some get some film. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we are going to move on to the Week 12 matchups. Um, the first matchup here is Ryan versus Kellen. Tell us about this one, Kellen. Uh, I'd love to say never a doubt, but uh, this one was kind of close. Um, before the stat correction, it was like a two-point win. Yeah. And then this morning we woke up and they decided that Julian Love didn't have enough points. They, they gave him a, a nice bump up to like 25. So um, it was – a little bit wider of a margin today um, than it was over the weekend. I was sweating it out a little bit. I'm sure Ryan was too. But Ryan and I kind of had similar weeks. We each had a QB in the low 20s. We each had a 10-point running back, one stud wide receiver around 20 points, one decent flex player in like the 10 to 20 range. Each of our tight ends scored double digits. Even our kickers scored one-point difference. Um, Then we got 15 and 16 from our D-lines. And then we each had one steep stud DB. So we kind of had like a very similar week, but I just managed a few more points overall that kind of piled up and, and got me the, what it ended up being like a 10 point win. So I'll take those small wins that added up. Thankfully I got a much needed win. Yep. Big, big win for you. The, the playoff picture is going to be fun to discuss here in a bit. All right, Corey, you versus Arico. How'd that one go? Yeah, it was a battle of like boom versus boom and bust versus kind of like my consistent uh, uh, lineup. I know I only I only had two guys in single digits, uh, and he had like a bunch, but he also had some thirties and some twenties. Um, and you no, know, hey, I put up you know two hundred for the second straight week. Uh, you know, didn't really have any guys that went off, but just um, you know, consistent consistent lineup got it done. Two hundred seven, second straight week of high having the highest. Uh, points in the league and um, you know, my defense continues to carry me my offense is doing enough and I think right now my floor is 200 so I'm I'm feeling good about going into this matchup this week yeah um, I don't know who has Rico this week but I mean he hit 192 with Travis yeah. going out early I mean that that could be dangerous in the reseed I'm pretty sure he plays like Walt or something like that this week but that reseed week he might be trying to snipe somebody yeah he's cover. got he needs to call he needs to cover Come on, Rico. Cover. He needs to cover. Hey, if if Rico if Rico this week wins, he has more points for than me. And if I don't beat Mike, he's going to end up probably whoever the number two team is, which is probably more dangerous than taking on the number one team. Yeah. So if it, but if somehow he doesn't win this week, he's going to stay down there in the basement and take on whoever's number one seed. Yep. All right. But we'll get into matchup. that later. Yep. We Amazing <laughs> how many points you can score when you set a full lineup. touche uh walt versus hagerman tell us about this one rich yeah so a couple of teams that put up some solid weeks Uh, i think a lot of the teams are starting to come back down to earth now that we're getting some bye weeks and you know some inconsistency with with some of the some of the players the key players um uh, walt wins 188 to 171 um he gets you know basically a, a really good week from lamar and then the rest of his offense other than zeke fell asleep um, his defense, though, powers him through. Uh, Mad Max with 21. Uh, uh, Olakun uh, with 25. Um, you know, for Corey, it, it sucks for him because it, it drops him. Uh, essentially, you know, com- all hope is lost now officially. 
Um, but, you know, he could have won this week. You know, I think if he had played Chris Godwin and scored 26 points, would have been a win for him. So I bet he's probably kicking himself there. Um, but, uh, yeah, both these teams are both at four and eight, both out of the playoffs now. Um, but uh, hopefully I don't – Walt can get his offense going this week because I think he scored a combined – what is it? 25 points between four or five players uh, oh, yeah. as offense, which isn't going to get it done. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, – I honestly didn't even know Walt won. I mean, his team has been kind of dying steadily on him. Um, Scott versus Mike. Tell us about this one, Callan. Actually, shit. Scott, you're here. Tell us about your game. Love it. Well, and it's pretty simple. If you play somebody that puts up 50, probably not going to get the dub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when he's questionable going yeah. into the game. You, you had that. You had that. Uh, you had that Jekyll and Hyde. You, you got all that Jekyll. That's or if right. you score 145 points in a week, you probably won't win. That's also true. <laughs> you have experience with that, don't you, Corey? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was good. All right. Uh, By Richard, the way, I should have known Fox would like. You got rich. And Kellen on the pod. I expected you guys to be into like the next week predictions, and this shit's <laughs> gonna go out till eleven o'clock tonight. Right, <laughs> it's all good. We got nothing else to do. I'm just watching the game. Hey, hey, Scott, I got the microphone, so you're gonna listen to every damn word I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Rich versus Julian. What about this one, Corey? Not much to say. Best against the worst. Uh, the best one. Uh, but Second there's. Worst. Okay, but you're the worst. Um, <laughs> uh, but so, but I also, but I think there are some there are some chinks coming off the the top team's armor here. I mean, Mike Evans didn't look great last week. Uh, Alvin Kamara's looking has had some really bad weeks. Delvin Cook has been inconsistent. Like his defense is like the reason why he's scoring so many points right now. It's ridiculous. Like, and it, but the problem is if his offense doesn't do what it what it looks like what it's supposed to do on paper he's going to struggle because he has no depth on his bench uh, offensively and so his defense has to continue to produce else uh it might be a quick playoff run for uh julian yeah jimmy write it write it down at 907 on december 1st of 2022 Corey stevens finally figured out that defense can win games uh, figured out before. I'm, I'm, the, I'm, I'm the number one defense in the league, Scott. Shut the fuck up. Touchdown, Gabe Davis. No? Yes? Um, no? So yes? No? Back to that Camara point you had. Yes, yeah, Gabe Davis. Four games. Bring it back. Oh, yeah. Gabe Davis, TD. No, it's Last four games. Holding on the defense. Defensive holding. Yep. Yes. Yep. Touchdown. So, last four that's for Camara. 7.7, 6, 10.9, 4. I mean, that's – that's brutal. Who's that? Camara. Oh yeah. High in the last four games is ten point nine. That's uh, dare I say, Najee Harris esque. A eh, Callen, or should I say, Christian shit. McCaffrey esque? Piece of shit. Hate that guy. <laughs> yeah, you sucks. put a whole bunch of people in that category. I got rid of him at the right time, huh? Sure did. Yeah, is he worried about his court date upcoming or what? <laughs> Could be. Did you say Mozzie Smith or? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Doesn't even matter. He's playing anyway. Well, hopefully he plays for the next uh, rest of this year. I All was right. surprised the uh, the group chat didn't blow up with Michigan State fans. 
saying what the fuck about that because that's kind of bullshit that he's just going to keep playing through all this. But it's, it's a typical Michigan thing, right? You know, they're just there they're, is. that's what I was looking for in the group. There chat. he is. They're the <laughs> they're, they're the, the elitist. They were talking oh, about it. I was like, the group chat oh. is going to blow up any second now, and it never did. No, hey, I mean, listen, you because pr- it's hey, broken you record. Pr- it's a broken record. Calm down. Can or can? Can or can? Yeah. T-Mobile or some shit? Yeah. I love it. I love it. All right, Rich, Kobe versus Jeff. How'd this one go? Fucking Jeff, man. Come on. I'm so pissed. I was so pissed. You know, I traded for Kobe's first last year, so I think I've picked against him every week this week or this year. Uh, Kobe scores 161. Jeff can't score more than 148 points. Um, just completely let down. I mean, zero points from his tight end, zero points from the most wonderful 1.02 that's ever been picked in the NFL draft, Aiden Hutchinson. Mm. Yeah, um, it's just, it's just, you know, I mean, his studs performed, right? Carr, Eckler, Adams, um, not great from Adams with 12 points. And Justin Jefferson almost scored 30. Um, other than that, it was a bunch of single digits and goose eggs and, and not a whole lot of this defense that we talked so highly about in weeks past. Um, Cameron Hayward with five, Quinton Williams with three. Uh, we already touched on the Hutchinson disappointment. Uh, and then just two guys in double digits, Mika Fitzpatrick at 12 and Alex Singleton at 10. Um, just a, a very poor week from Jeff. Um, and Kobe gets to skate by on 161 points scoring week. Um, he didn't get a whole lot of per, uh, performance from his studs. Uh, but it was enough. It was enough to get it done. So uh, Kobe keeps marching on. Uh, the beats keep marching. One sixty-one to one forty-eight. Yeah, it was a. Uh, it was an interesting one. I don't think anybody would have guessed it'd be. You know, one sixty-one wins that game. But here we are. Jeff uh, talked a lot about Justin Jefferson this weekend. A lot. <sighs> he can do. He can do a lot of things. I'm still very disappointed, Kellen. I know you're disappointed in me. Um, I tried to get him to do something, even to just, you know, let's just talk HFFL like we're going to do. We'll just record it. He just wasn't having it. He, he, uh, he pat you down before every conversation. He's just being a price of shit. That's for sure. <laughs> He's got to give the people what they want. I mean, I know. That's the best part of the year. He just oh, didn't Jesus want Christ. Who else is in here? Oh my God, we got half the league here. Oh my God. <laughs> Ryan, what's up? What <laughs> up, boys? We're at 43%. Let's just, let's just drop, <laughs> drop the link in the group chat. Let's go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no shit. Just get a fucking buddy on here. Uh, <laughs> how'd bowling go? How many people are in this bitch? Six. Six. There's six of us. <laughs> Let's go. This is gonna be a four-hour pod. Yeah. One uh, unit. Bowling was pretty good today. I bowled a 650 series. There you go. Uh, I won the belt. We do a the top series. If you put in three bucks, uh, we have this like fake ass WWE belt. And if you win, if you have the best series of people that put in the pot, you uh, win the belt. You take it home. Yeah, beautiful. Congrats. Hey, it's been a long time hey. since you won an HFFL belt, so glad you got something. All right. All right have... Oh, yeah. Right. Tremaine Edmonds, tackle for loss. Let's go. There we go. That's how you get a start. Hey, Ryan, you gonna... Ryan, make a bet. Hurry. I want my make 454 back. I'm on, on the line so I can get my I... 454 back. Are you drunk? I already bet you. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Did you send it to me? I sure did. You you replied with LOL. Oh, okay. That's right. Never mind. You're good. <laughs> oh, I'm going to tackle for loss for my boy Tremaine. 
Oh right. yeah, you did the shade. You got the shade. Okay. Last matchup yeah, of week twelve. Jim versus Brandon. Tell us about this one, Kellen. So I kind of forgot to update my notes since uh, since that stat correction kicked in. So I have Brendan's a killer, led by Josh Allen and his defense. Um, uh, it sounds like that's this needs to all be edited since Jimmy pulled off the stat correction victory. Um, so what was it, Sanborn? That guy, the stat yeah, correction. Buddy. That dude's a monster. He's yes, he uh, he's something else. Oh, um, I'm so pissed. <laughs> Rich, you should have him. I should. You still can. Yeah, uh, a big win for you, Jimmy, in your hunt for a bye week, that's for sure. But with how bad Brendan's team is, I mean, it's too bad his offense is such shit because his defense is out here balling. So, um, yeah, too bad for him. He needs to get healthy. But Jimmy's going to take that win all day. Sure will. All right, so let's do a quick review here. We've got uh, first place in the playoff seating. We have Julian. Second place is Kobe. They play each other this week. That should be very interesting. Third place is me. Fourth is Kellen. Fifth is Jeff. Sixth is Corey Stevens. Um, and then that top five picks. Everybody's uh everybody's interested here. 1.01 is Rich. 102 is Arico. 103 is Brendan. 1.04 is Ryan. That pick is owned by Rich. 1.04 is Mike. That pick is owned by Kellen. Walt's Woo! pick is 1.06. Corey Hagerman's pick yeah. is 1.07. Scott's pick is 1.08. So it is kind of interesting that the top six teams, the playoff teams, are actually the highest scoring teams as well. So I, I thought that was uh, pretty interesting. So uh, just real quick, um, a little quick point breakdown there. One and two are locked up, essentially, right? I'm 171 points ahead of of Matt. Matt is 211 points ahead of Brendan. Brendan is 50 points ahead of Ryan. Ryan is only 37 points ahead of Mike. And then uh, Mike at the number five pick has a four point lead on the shade. The shade are now 10 points ahead of Corey. Corey. And then there's a 35 point lead between Corey Hagerman and Scott. So uh, any, anything lineup, that is, <laughs> anything that is uh, outside of the top five is still close or just inside the top five is still close. Um, so one, two locked up three, four could, could switch places. Um, but uh, that fifth spot is definitely up for grabs for many of those guys that don't make the playoffs. Yet. Go Hagerman. I hope you win. I'm going to have to make some taxes. Give all the points, Hagerman. <laughs> all the points. Fuck you, Ryan. <laughs> Trading me a piece of shit. All right. Let's talk about the playoff picture because this is this is pretty fun. So, like we said, we already we already not talked about the top six, um, but there's interesting matchups this week. I mean, we've got, obviously, like we said, Kobe versus Julian. That's going to be massive. Ryan versus Jeff. You know, Ryan's trying to play spoiler. He was still technically alive going into last week. Um, big one with Corey Hagerman versus Kellen. Obviously, that's a that's a massive one right there. Loser might be out. That's uh that's tough. Walt versus Rico. Doesn't really Other Corey. Corey Stevens versus Kellen. Oh, I didn't mean to say yeah, I said Hagerman, didn't I? Corey Stevens, yep. Um, Brennan versus Corey Hagerman. That one doesn't really matter for the playoff picture. Mike and Rich, that one doesn't matter for the playoff. Well, I guess technically Mike is still alive. So I'm yes. sure Rich would love to to end that. Oh, my God, would I ever. <laughs> just, Do it for I me, Rich. It. I own that I Mike's to, pick. Take him I up. I'd love to just take that hot poker and just stick <laughs> it right in his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Corey Stevens line if I've ever heard one. <laughs> yeah. So talk talk about this. What uh, Your, your guys' matchup is going to be really the biggest domino, Corey and Kellen. What are you guys thinking? 
Well, I know Over what Corey's again. thinking. Corey Vegas gave this the biggest uh, spread of the oh, week. Really? So, so uh, the oh, wow. uh, total of terror is feeling very confident against what's the Tigers. What's the spread? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. I feel disrespected. I'm not going to lie. You should. Should. You should That's take rude. it personally. I ain't, I ain't going to apologize. You for barely it. beat the show ass Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe Corey will do me a solid and he'll let me uh, slide uh, James Cook into my starting lineup now because he is cooking today. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, no, I mean, there's there's a lot of scenarios here. I mean, so Corey and Jimmy, I – can I give this. you – can I give you my playoff prediction? Yeah, let's hear him. No. Uh, no. <laughs> Corey, you actually make it, believe it or not. Oh, thanks. So my, my finals are going to be – I think it's going to be Julian and Matt – at one and two, I got you at three. Uh, I think Corey Stevens actually slides into that'd be what four. Yep, I think he moves on up to four. And then I got um trash trunk and who else would have to lose? Uh, I got me and trash trunk making it, and Kellen and Mike just missing. Bye, Kellen. Ooh. Wow. So much hate for the champ. So so if Kellen loses the next two weeks, he finishes seven and seven, and he's currently Oh, he's got other, a lot of points, doesn't he? Other other yeah. than other than Corey, he's only forty two points behind Corey for points. So even if he finishes seven and seven, he's got that that points on his side. And he's also has a one a one win up on Corey right now. So it's kind of hard to count him out, in my opinion. Who? Ke- so, Kellen? so for me, Kellen. Yeah, 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 I agree. No, I because agree. Because I think, I think, I think he could have a tough reseed. I mean, we might even see a rematch, um, or, or you know, Kellen might end up playing Jimmy next week. Um, but if he plays Jimmy next week, that means he won this week, which means he said he loses this week. Wait, um, what? We might... Wait, no, I think he got it backwards. No, 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 one, no. One plays fourteen. Fourteen. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He, we wouldn't. We wouldn't get a, a rematch. But either way, what I'm saying no. is, long story short, <laughs> uh, he's got a lot of points. Even if he finishes seven and seven, I think Kellen is in. I think Corey, even if he loses this week, could win the following week and finish at seven and seven and be in. I think Jeff definitely has a tough road to hoe here, especially with the way his defense has been playing the last couple of weeks. Um, so, you know, he's got, uh, has to have a win this week. Um, if he doesn't, I think it's going to be tough. Um, but I think he can get it done this week, honestly. Uh, so, do you, do so, so for me, for, Scott, so for me, I think everybody who's currently in is in except for Corey. I think Corey loses this week. I think he wins the following week. Um, but I think Scott, uh, Scott's going to beat Scott's going to beat on. Jimmy this week. I don't think I'm beating Jimmy. I think I'm outy. I didn't realize I was looking at. No, Kellen you're right. You're right. Uh, no. I was going to say. I, so this, so this is what happens then. So then Julian's in Kobe's in Jimmy's in Kellen, Jeff, Corey. I think it stays the way it is. Hey, I, I agree. That's what I, I agree. Have. I agree. Hey, the yeah. only, the only, can I, can I get uh, Kellen only, plus 25 just, for a unit? Just real quick. Uh, the only caveat here is if Mike wins out and yeah. finishes eight, eight and right. six. Okay. Smart if, Mike, if Mike wins out and finishes eight and six, 
there's no way that yeah well I mean I, dude Rich I think whoever the is it what six and seven are gonna play each other no seven yeah and seven, seven and eight, eight play seven and eight I think whoever loses that seven eight matchup is out is out they're definitely well, of course they are. Well, wait, wait, no, 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 but, he, no, 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 but here's the I, thing. I said that wrong. I think the seven eight winner will slide into the playoffs, and then it would be the six and nine. But is not that if right? it's yep. I so think whoever, say... I, yeah, I think the seven eight winner will slide into the playoffs. So even if Corey loses this week, we're talking Stevens. Yeah. If he loses this week and then wins the following week, depending on who he plays. You're in. It's over. But yeah. if you, but it depends on who you play, because let's say you lose, Mike wins, right? Yeah. Scott yeah. loses. But I would. You would. You would play Scott. But I'm telling you, if Mike finishes eight and six, eight and six, he would. Sure. You he'd, You would but only be it, seven and seven, so you'd be sure. out. But but if he wins that last week, he's beating someone who's probably what seven and six or. Right. Yeah. He's yeah. Be, he's be, he's either beating so you're right. He's either so beating he, you or Scott. In in next week. Yeah. Yes. Right. So yeah, of course. I mean, obviously, Kellen and I, Kellen and I and Jeff and, and Scott can go and two. Right. I, I to me, I think Kellen and myself uh were the two highest points for out of that seven and five, six and six group. If we go one and one, the next two weeks we're in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I, I do. So wait, if you're seven, Alan, seven, I didn't. I didn't realize Jamar Chase was back either. So I thought you were still rolling with. I mean, I, I have some worry about how. Please much start him, Kellen. Please start him. I. I who else am I going to start? <laughs> Everyone's dead. Should have started Isaiah McKenzie tonight. Oh, I should have played James Cook. That's what I should have done. Down the old four one. No, you should have traded me, James Cook. We talked about this. <laughs> no one's come knocking. I'm a little surprised, but I have. Eh. You said you weren't. You said you weren't interested in trading. Yeah, not for that. Not for a linebacker. I know, but I told you I'd put some firsts on the line. I mean, never. Yeah. You just Whoa, stopped, uh... a first for James oh, Cook. I, Whoa, that's trade up. Uh, I missed the part about first. You missed it. Well, fucking sucks to be you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm all right. He's looking okay tonight. Is it too late? Trade. I he, was he's good when he late. gets the ball. They just singletary. No, to get I think I I think I said something about a second and like oh here we go backer and something. Uh, yeah, backtrack. I remember. I'm just I'm just trying to make Kellen feel better about himself. So you know, all right. So Kellen, Kellen, who do you think is in? I think it's the same six now. Me I too. think um, I could see myself dropping. And maybe being that six seed, um, but I think the six teams as we see them now, I think those are our playoff teams. Okay, Ryan, what do you think? He's muted. Yeah, sorry, he- I was I was typing. Um, yeah, so well, I kind of talked about that a little bit on the pod that I did on Jedi Corner, but uh, yeah, I mean, I pretty much think. It's going to be who it is right now. I think Scott's going to be out. Um, and I, if Mike wins both of his next two weeks, I think he's going to get in, but I don't think he's going to win both of his next two weeks. Yeah. He, I mean, who's he got this week? Mm, oh, Rich. Rich. Yeah, Rich. That's right. Rich. Worst team Rich. in the league, I hear. Rich I think he loses him. next week to whoever he plays. Rich is trying to take care of that. I, I, I think Scott – 
I think Scott has to win this week to, to have a chance. I agree. Yeah. Scott's very doable. Just don't get me in stat correction zone. That's right. Back. Well, I'm buying I'm buying Jimmy a bunch of beers at the Lions game for him yeah, starting his shitty players. So you win. <laughs> that was easy. Rich, <laughs> I might trade you players right now to play this week against Mike. Because I care more about Mike's first than I do. <laughs> okay, so do you want so, Jamar just as a rental? Sure. Uh, as long as I go and get kicked out of the league. All right. So Rico so never what... does, so you won't. <laughs> uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. What is it? Six, seven, eight. Okay, so who does six play? Um, six plays nine. Six plays nine. So if let's say let's say Jeff wins and Co- and uh, Kellen wins, mm-hmm. Mike moves to six. So Mike mm-hmm. would play whoever the number nine team is. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Which Ryan is either going to be Ryan or Walt. Oh, or Stevens. What? Well, I, I, I will be nine. What am I? It's going to be. Here we go. What are my well, odds? Can I get a plus four hundred that the winner of the seven eight game makes the playoffs? Plus four hundred of the winner of the seven and eight makes the playoffs. We got futures yeah. bets here. Um, yeah. oh, that you. Um. Okay. Okay. Plus four hundred. Bet book yeah. it. All right. Yeah, book it. Oh, right. here we go. Let's go. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That's, that's I don't. Well, here's the deal, though. Mike would have the opportunity to play either Ryan. It looks like probably Ryan Hagerman or Walt. Yeah, but we're in also that, assuming that, that, that Mike's going to win this thing. Mike, I mean, come on, is one of those we just, teams. Hold on, we just Mike here and talked about how, how I'm the as worst. As soon team as you league. expect Mike to do something, he does the opposite every single time. You said that Mike's last week too. Look what he did. He's going to lose. Upside of the week. Well, listen, hey. all I'm saying is, is there's a chance somehow, some way, he can finish eight and six. And guess what? If he finishes eight and six, he, you know, he may be the five seed. Who knows? Hey, have, have we discussed? Is does Ryan is Ryan done? Is, does Ryan have a backdoor chance? Is there a, is there a way Ryan gets? I, no, I have a backdoor chance, but I have to score a lot of points, and someone else would have to really suck over for the next two weeks. No, because yeah. Orlane has to have a lot of beer for listen. Right? <laughs> uh, I mean, Scott, because if either you or Corey finish seven and seven, somehow you guys have at least seventy point lead right now on on Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, even if he wins out. So yep. you'd have to win the next two by – I mean, there's a chance, right? I mean, I mean could, no, exactly what I no. just said. I would have to score an ass load of points, and they would have to suck. There's no there's no chance. Yeah, there's no chance. Yeah, there's no chance. So, I mean, no we're, chance. we're talking about an 18, 18 chase and really a three-team chase for the final spot, um, which is Ryan – or uh, which is Ryan – which is Scott, Corey, and Mike. Um, and Mike, 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 Mike needs needs to win out to do it. Yeah, but I mean, if either Corey or Scott win out, it doesn't matter. It's a moot point. I forgot I was playing against Diggs. I feel like if if I win, if I beat Kellen this week, I'm in because of my points for. 
Jimmy, there's already going to be another stat correction coming too. Yeah, Edmonds Edmonds. Two, two tackles, one yeah. of them for loss. Yeah. Well, if you, if you win this week, I mean, that would put you at the sixth spot, and then Mike would have to play. Scott. No, it, it, no, it, it wouldn't put me at the sixth spot. It would put me at like the no put you five six. spot. No, because I I, I would overtake Kellen. Who? Well, Kellen. it depends what Jeff does. But I I still at least points. be five. Five minimum. Oh, that's that overtake Kellen. Yeah. Well, if Jeff if Jeff wins, Jeff goes eight and five. So I understand, but I would if I beat Kellen at least five, Kellen would go to six. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Yes. All right, boys. I gotta jump. Um, last thing, Jimmy, what's the plan for Sunday? Tell the tell the listeners. We are meeting at Tailgate. Me and Julian are gonna be at Tailgate. You said Brush Street. We're gonna be at Brush Street at ten. From there, how everybody else trickles in, they trickle in. Me and Julian will be drinking beers. Is there is there a specific because Brush Street's a big street? Oh, there's a holding call. Brush Street is a big street. Do we know where on Brush Street? Normandon. Tell me where to go. So you want to be like uh, away from the stadium, yeah, uh, like by where all the bums (laughs) and like all that shitty housing used to be. Oh, that that narrows it down. Well, do you have a cross street or like a, a I'll, landmark? I'll send it in the chat. All right, send Thank it in you. the chat. I'll, I'll send a Christ. picture and just give give a a big uh, circle. Go, um, yeah, you know. go on Google Maps and drop a pin. That's the easiest way to do it. Okay. All right. Fucking Scott, do you remember where the shitty house in Detroit used to be? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You mean, all, you mean that like thirty three square miles of fucking shit houses? <laughs> <laughs> That was good. I like it. Great. All right. And I will be. I'm. Uh. It's my birthday this weekend. I'm going down on Saturday, hitting up the Red Wings game, and then uh, gonna hit up the Lions on Sunday. So that's a good weekend. Fucking sweet. What are you gonna gonna be like? Uh, 26, Scott. Yeah, something like that. 34. 34. Yeah. Oh man. As a league, we should all hit a Red Wings Lions parlay. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see all of. All the Kellen lookalikes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do a Red Wings. Good looking bunch. Red Wings, Lions, money, hey. money, line, parlay. Down. Got him. Oh, See you, boys. Later. See ya. Right. Let's get three yards in a cloud of dust, Rich. Oh, we're there already? Yep. Already. <laughs> Shit. All right. This week, three yards in a cloud of dust. Sorry, man. All right. Um... Three hours in a cloud of dust. This week we're doing Jimmy. Jimmy is going to be participating this week because he hasn't done it yet. We're getting towards the end of the season. I think every everybody else on this pod that was planned to be on this pod has done it so far. Um, so, Jimmy, are you ready for your three yards in a cloud of dust? Let's do it. All right. Your NFL question. So you're a Jags fan. Yep. So I'm going to ask a little bit of an open-ended question here to let you talk about them and, and you know, what you think. So – can you tell me right now what you feel the Jags' current strength is, what their current weaknesses are, and then let me know when you think they're going to be making the playoffs and possibly even get a playoff win. How far away are they? I think the current direction, I think we're in a good direction. Um, obviously, I love Trev. I've loved Trev since day one. I think he's going to be just fine. Love the head coach. I love the direction of the team. Um, ETN looks solid. I still think they need help on the offensive line. Adding mm-hmm. Calvin Ridley, I think, is a massive, massively underrated move, assuming he's done gambling and assuming he actually wants to play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But adding him as a number one, moving Kirk to a number two, I love that. Obviously, they need they need something else. I don't think Evan Ingram is it. 
Um, the edge, you can't be mad at their edge players. I mean, they, they have a very, very good looking edge rotation going on. Um, but their linebackers, Kellen's boy, Devin Lloyd is shit in the bed. So I don't know really what's going on there, but Muma has been looking all right. It's Chad Muma time now. Yeah. Muma's looking all right. Uh, defensive back wise, I think they need a lot of help. Um, I still think they're, I mean, they're easily next season and probably even the year after that in need of some serious building, but let's say, um, 2025 they have a legitimate chance assuming they don't you know fire the staff and restart everything like they seem to so do like lions 25 making the playoffs yeah let's go with that and what do you, th- do you think they win in 25 too or do you think they're still a year or two out away from winning a playoff game oh winning a playoff game no this, this is well, the Jags, man we don't we just get there it's like the line <laughs> getting there is hey. hey they went to a super bowl <clears throat> a long right. time ago like their yeah. second or third year yeah <laughs> all right all right, so uh, improvement on the offensive line is what I took away from that, right? Yep. Everything else looks kind of good. I mean, and def- defensive backs need a lot of help. Defensive backs, yeah, absolutely. Okay, HFFL fantasy. So uh, I know a long time ago, and, and every once in a while you bring it up, and especially when somebody has a really good team and they kind of struggle at quarterback. I've heard you say this before, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you said it takes it takes at least a top five QB in this league to say – I'm a legit contender yep. to be a legit contender. So that being said, um, when Kellen won last year, he had Dak, who was number a number eight QB in the league. Yep. Scott won with Tannehill, number nine QB in the league. Mm-hmm. You won with Mahomes, number six QB in the league. Yep. I won uh, with Matt Ryan, who was the number two QB that year. Um, so do you still feel with their current setup and roster flexibility and the way the points are are set up, do you still feel that – that mentality that you need a, like a top five guy to win? Um, or do you think there's another position now in this new age of the HFFL that's more important? So with – this is going to – Scott's going to love this. Um, with the changes that we've made defensively, I think the league is more balanced, and the, the weight of having that top five quarterback isn't as heavy as it used to be, if that makes any sense. Um, mm-hmm. I think right now, I think it's about – more about being balanced. And I do think it still matters to have a top end QB. Like, I mean, everybody you just said, even if they weren't huge names, they all finished in the top 10. Uh, so, I mean, that right there even kind of shows, yes, they weren't top five. Like it was, you know, that I think when I had that little stat going in my preseason polls, that was probably a seven, eight year run, you know, in the early 2010s. Um, and it's just, if you didn't have it, you weren't winning it. Um, and mm. so, I would say now it's it's more about being balanced. Like coming into the year, everybody said, you know, Julian can't win until he fixes his defense. Well, it seems like he's fixed his defense, you know, and now look at him, he's got one loss. So I think it's more, it's more about not having a major glaring weakness than it is about being absolutely uber elite at quarterback anymore. Mm-hmm. That being said, do you, do you feel that it's easier to fix defense on the fly than offense? I think this year has kind of proven that. I mean, yeah. Julian and Mike were two teams that I absolutely roasted for their defenses and they've both, you know, found players to fill those gaps. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Um, I think it's just, it, it does seem that injuries are more heavy on defense. That could be just my perception of the way everything's mm-hmm. playing out. Um, but another thing is, you know, you, it seems to shift more. Like it seems that defensive players are more susceptible to personnel change or coaching personnel change than offensive players. Like, Gabe Davis is a great example. Gabe Davis is an excellent NFL wide receiver too. In fantasy, he's probably a great wide receiver in that 25 to 35 range. 
if he were a linebacker, if he were Shaq Thompson, you know, one year Shaq Thompson for the last two or three years under his DC was fantastic. He was a top 20 linebacker. And then this year he just was trash. Like Mm -hmm. it just doesn't make sense. Like they changed personnel and all of a sudden now he can't tackle anymore. It just doesn't make sense. Um, But it's being, being put in the right position and in the position to succeed. And I think it's just, I think personnel matters more for a defender, like a a middle of the pack defender than it does for a middle of the pack offensive player. Yeah. And that would make sense too, because, you know, I think beginning of the season, you think, you know, this, their situation, and then right. situations change and then they become more evident for other players. So it's a lot easier for you to go out there and then grab somebody to replace that assumption that you made previously, other than maybe like, let's say the top three to five at each position, those right. guys are kind of locked and loaded. You know what I mean? So yeah, no, I agree with you. Okay. Moving on. Miscellaneous. You ready for this? Yep. It is. Make it be, juicy. Give me the Three things that you enjoy and the three things that you absolutely hate about being the commissioner of this league. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, let's start with the enjoy. I enjoy that it, this is a year round league. Um, it's been, it's fun that in March we're all bullshitting about the league. We're all talking, you know, we're all having fun. Um, I enjoy the pod. That's something that has really kind of changed the league for everyone. I feel like it's yeah, engagement is absolutely through the roof. You know, I'm not, I'm not a Rico. I'm not in 13 leagues, but I am in, in, you know, three consistent leagues. And this is by far the most active and it's not even comparable. And it's not even like active in the sense of it has the most trades. It's just the most active. <laughs> um, my third favorite thing. <clears throat> I just like that everybody feels the ability to speak their mind. If they have an idea, they throw it out there, you know, whether it ends up being a good idea or something we roll with or something that it doesn't work out. I yeah, love or, or like a Kobe idea, right? That's yeah. a bad idea. Yeah. I love yeah. that everybody's able to do that. That's a um, synonym. Kobe yeah, and bad, bad idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, things things that I don't like. Um, the bitching during the school day gets gets annoying. I'll be the first to admit that. Um, mm-hmm. Like even la- a couple weeks ago or whatever, the stuff with Rico. I'm like, I just I'm done hearing about it today. Just mute the chat. But that's the beauty of it. Fuck you, you Nick Foles. <laughs> Fuck you, Nick Foles. <laughs> Um, Am I playing against Nick Fole? Yeah, you are. Oh, fuck him. He sucks. <laughs> you you miss a 48-yard field goal? You fell. Oh, uh, second most annoying thing, Sorry. and this is going to set Kobe off, um, having to pay for MFL is annoying. I am the first to admit that. Um, I wish – honestly, I just wish Sleeper would add tiered IDP scoring. If they did, I think we could add that $70 to the pot, and, you know, it's it's very similar. He has a lot of the same similar features. I'm not sure as far as like the the keeping data year over year, how well that tracks. That I have to I'd have to kind of lean on Corey for that. I haven't played on a Dynasty on Sleeper yet, but I've never played Sleeper. Is Sleeper good? Sleeper, yeah, great. I love Sleeper. Great. Or is it just or is it just free? No, no it's, it's the best. It's free. It's free, but it is it's fantastic. The best. Because I I mean honestly, it, as long as our, as long as we're paying for MFL out of our dues, I like yeah. MFL. I mean honestly, I've I've learned the site. I've learned how to get to the things I need to get to. I have like my links and everything set up. So like, yeah, I really like all the data and yeah. the way you can pull and find stuff on, on MFL. So I know I was I kind of against it at the beginning, but I've, I've come to really like it. But anyways, rich, rich, rich. You can go on sleeper and click on a player and it'll give you snap percentages. What? That is, yes. true. that yes. is, true. but they don't yes. have tiered IDP scoring. Not yet. No. You mean you mean you like you mean like this uh where we can make a tackle, not a tackle? 
Yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> um, third thing that is not so fun. Um, I would. It's not a thing anymore, but and we'll never go back to it. But this league, I was about at my wits' end when we were at the end of the the ESPN era. I was so tired of putting in trades into a spreadsheet. So tired of. Oh. Do I have? Do I? Why I don't have? I didn't trade my third in two years. What are you talking about? I didn't. You know, I just no. so I was so tired of that. And I was tired of people agreeing to a trade. They come to me and then one yeah. of them either changes the agree- agreement or they don't have yeah. what they agreed to trade. And then it turns into this big drama. I'm, I was so tired of that. Um, so I am very thankful for MFL because of that, because it kind of gave me the ability to just sit back and enjoy this league instead of listening to bitching all the time about it. So yeah. that's, that's my three. Cool. All yeah. right. Well, thank you for that. And that's been three yards on the cloud of dust. Boom. Boom. All right. We are on to the week 13 matchups. We have four bye weeks this week. We got the Jags, the Dolphins. Oh, I didn't update Wrong. that. Wrong. Cardinals, Panthers. Cardinals and Panthers. I found a spot in my spreadsheet. I did not update. Cardinals hey, and Panthers. Jimmy, can I say something real quick? Yep. Um, you said you would be the first one to uh say that you would be the first to admit uh about not liking to pay. No, Kobe would have definitely beat you to it. Uh, oh, so that, you know, second second. I'll be second. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, you'd you be second. <clears throat> but I was so willing to move that I paid for MFL the first year by myself. Just want to make sure everybody remembers that. I footed that. Yeah. Second. yeah. No, you, you know, did. But, you did. Yeah. And now, you know, uh, I got to commend you for that. You know, hats off to the commission for saying, fuck it. I'll pay the 70 bucks. Money well then, Yeah. We can get uh, we can't get MFL Kobe's bees uh company to pay for it for it next year. Hey, corporate sponsorship. Yeah. Sponsorship money. Let's go. If we're gonna if we're gonna advertise in the podcast, they should pay for the MFL. Oh, Corey, this might be the best idea you've ever had. <laughs> or, at least, or at least donate the honey to Corey for his penis or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Watch out for that spicy honey though. He's trying to get you. <laughs> that hot honey will get you. <laughs> All right, uh, just a reminder, trade deadline next week, Wednesday, December 7th at noon. Remember, it's at noon. That's kind of a weird thing. We need to change that. I got it in the notes. We'll change it next year. Um, but just get those trades in. You know, if you want to, you guys, I mean, you guys are blowing that chat up all day long. So you guys ain't worried about it being at noon. That's for damn sure. So get those trades in. Um, and then reminder, next week is the reseed week. So the one seed plays the 14, the two plays the 13, the three plays the 12, the four plays the 11. The five plays the 10, the six plays the nine, and the seven plays the eight. And the seven plays the eight <clears throat> at plus 400 odds, the winner making the playoffs. That's interesting. I like it. Interesting. Very. All right. Matchup of uh, number one here for the week. We have Ryan versus Jeff. Tell us about this one, Corey. Ryan versus Jeff. Let's look at this one here. Uh, I think what's the line? I made oh, it, but what is it? Good question. Let me pull it back up. I've got it hidden Fuck somewhere. You. you pull it up. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, right? <laughs> like, I made it, but I don't remember. I don't remember. It's like 20, maybe 17 and a half or something like that. Yeah, yeah, 17 and a half. 16 and a half. 16 and a half. You know? For Jeff. I shrunk. For right. Jeff. Um, do you know? I see it here, and it, it's going to come down to can Jeff's other pieces besides this, his big three produce right now, John Johnson, MBS, Tyler Boyd had off week last week. Um, you know, his defense can it produce. And frankly, 
Um, for for Ryan, you know, hey, Deshaun Watson coming back to town to Houston. Maybe he has a great game. Um, I, I like the matchup for Jamal Williams against Jacksonville. Uh, the two tight end situation, uh, Joku and Schultz is, is uh, comical to me. Um, but I think uh, I think Jonesboro Jedi covers. Um, but I do think that Jeff has too much firepower this week. I'll take Jeff, um, but Ryan uh, covers. Ryan covers. Okay. Uh, what do you got here, Rich? One, I think we're being misled. I think there's no way in hell that Ryan Garten is starting Deshaun Watson this week against Houston. Why not? Because he has a guy on his bench who's averaged 33 points a week over the last five weeks in Justin mm. Fields. Yeah, but they don't even know if Fields is going to play yet. Right, with a shoulder injury. He's not going to run. Oh, all right. I didn't know. I'm sorry. I did not know about the shoulder injury. You didn't so know about maybe, the He didn't I play last week. I didn't know. Yeah. I thought he was going to play this week. He's practicing, well, he's a, so that's good. I, I would probably start him, but with a dislocated shoulder, they're probably not going to run him as much, and that's where he gets all his points from. So, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. If he's I, playing, I, th- I don't think he can help himself. Either way, I mm. thought he was playing this week, and I just think you gotta you got to start him. I mean, even, even looking at the last five weeks, he has three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine touchdown passes uh, hey, in the last five weeks. Hey, Ryan. And I might – I might honestly start Tom Brady. I'm not. I was, I'm just, not I was thinking the same thing. Either either way, I, I just yeah. I don't feel Deshaun Watson is a startable quarterback in his first game out against yeah. Houston. I think you got to start somebody else, whether it's Fields, whether it's Brady. I think we're getting the okie doke here uh, when we when we look at the uh, the starting lineup. That being said, um, I like I like Jeff's lineup a little bit better. I like the the wide receivers. I like the the running back. Um, I also think that this is a bounce back week for Jeff's defense. We've seen it. We've seen that the defense produced previously. Um, Aiden Hutchinson, he has him in the starting lineup right now. He's starting three defensive linemen. Um, Trevor Lawrence is good for at least three sacks and maybe a sack fumble because he just can't take care of the goddamn ball. So I think Hutchinson gets his this week. Um, so I, I'm thinking there's maybe a 15 point win here, and I'm going with Jeff. Hey, Ryan. Have you started Deshaun Watson since the last time you started him against me when he <laughs> lost in the championship? Oof. I, don't, I have no idea. That'd be a tough uh, tough first game back. He's still reeling from that championship loss. He decided to, uh, you know, maybe maybe have some relations with a couple ladies to as he mourned. Um, and, Did you know, he not he, play at all last season? Not last year. Nope. Well, then no. I think we're off a year, but I'm just going to go with this narrative because I like it. Callan, <laughs> you are. You are. It suits me the best. <laughs> That's right. I like it. Callan, what do you got? Uh, so this is low-key a rivalry game, right? Ryan versus Jeff. I could see that. Um, yeah. Uh, Ryan's season, though, is essentially over, unfortunately for him. But there's nothing more than Ryan would like than to ruin Jeff's season before the reseed week or at least to make him sweat going into the reseed week. Unfortunately, though, for Ryan, I don't think he's got the firepower. Corey used the word I was going to use, uh, firepower. I don't think I don't think Ryan's got enough of it. I think Jeff's law firm of Jefferson, Adams, and Eckler is just too much. So <laughs> I think uh, I think Jeff rolls in this one. Ryan, you going to get it done? Hell no. <laughs> Great analysis. I agree with Ryan. Yeah. 
trash trash yeah. trunk wins. Please see uh, Jedi Corner for that same analysis. Corey versus Kellen. Rich, tell us about this one. Yeah, so uh, we talked about it earlier, right? This is playoff lives on the line. Um, more more so for Corey than Kellen. Um, I think, uh, you know, it's a pretty even matchup. Um, I hate Kieran Williams, the, the start that he has to get this week um, due to the fact that some other guys here – uh, are either on a bye or, or just don't have good matchups. Um, I think I think Corey's wide receivers keep on doing what they do. Um, I do like the the Najee matchup with Atlanta. Um, but that being said, I, I just feel like Corey has again. I think he's mentioned it four or five a hundred times that he's got the number one defense in the league, um, and I think that's going to carry him through this week. And I think he gets the win and and uh moves on up uh the standings um for me so the spread on this game is tunnel of terror minus 25 which is which is high to me but i've been wrong i've been wrong before on these spreads a couple times uh to me this is uh this is game of the year right now i mean this has probably the most playoff implications for these two teams of anyone um and you know Callen is is still kind of reeling he's hurting he might get jamar chase back it's it sounds like it's going to play, but will he get the juju treatment like Juju got last week? Will he only play a little bit of snaps? Or will they, you know, they held him out an extra week, so maybe he's 100 percent Maybe he's ready to go. Um, and they'll probably be in a shootout with Kansas City. So they need him. There's no doubt they'll need him. Uh, but I've got Tunnel of Terror here. <clears throat> I do think Kellen covers that 25, but um Corey said he's gonna win out, and I'm gonna say he's a man of his word here. I think he's gonna get this done. Uh, Corey, I know you can't help. You got to weigh in on this. What do you, what do you Thank think? Thank you. Um, you know, I mean, <laughs> he was sitting there just fucking like fancy, like, like a, like a crack. Oh, I feel like I could hear him rocking back and forth. Oh, fuck. I'm scratching himself. I had to put it. No, I had to take a pee. I put a dip in. I'm just so freaking jittery right now. I can't even help it. Um, I just think, you know, you look at Kellen's matchups. I think they're uh, Damien Harris, Damien Pierce has not been great. Starting Kieran Williams against me, against my team, no. No, you're not gonna do it. Not, not gonna, not gonna beat me. No, you have Jamar Chase, but guess what? I've got the guy throwing him the ball, so that kind of even, 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 even them, even themselves out. Um, oh, Corlin, oh, I know. I can't even. I can't, I'm so. I can't even talk right now. I'm so fucking so worked up. Right <laughs> Cortland, I mean, Cortland, Cortland Sutton's getting the ball thrown to him by Russ Wilson. Uh, good luck. And I just think my defense is. Oh, wait. My defense is the best in the league, and I think uh, I win. I cover, and I'm in the playoffs after this W. But if Nick Folk could kick a 48-yard field goal, it would be fucking nice, though. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Kellen, I is win. He, is he right? Are you out? Are you done? Like, like out of playoffs? Like, are you losing I, this week? This week? Uh, just say But say I can it. tell just you that the, the fire up. ICU Tigers are definitely using that 25-point spread as bulletin board material. We're pissed off to see that. So we're going to let Geno cook. Uh, and we're Kyron Williams is going to score a touchdown this week and piss everybody off. And we're for sure covering that 25-point spread. I don't know if we've got what it takes to win because we are very beat up right now. I'd love to see how healthy Jamar actually is. Um, but – I got faith in my guys, the guys that aren't hurt. I wish I would have started James Cook. 
but we're for sure covering 25. We're going to win next week, so we're still making it to the playoffs. We'll see what happens there. I might I, change I love- my team name to the game Cox. <laughs> I, I love I love I love how you're counting on that uh that um possible 13 and a half points from Kyron Williams as a as a positive to win this week. Oh I yeah. Hope, <laughs> like Kyron Williams becomes a thing so I can this can go right up there with Galvin. Yeah, right. Galvin. Sure. I'm ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> I am ready. And for uh it. Corey, you mentioned the the Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase kind of canceling each other out. But Jamar will get more points for the same amount of yards. Just thinks how fantasy football works. So let Jamar I, eat, baby. I'm well aware. I'm well aware of the cancer. But I'm saying well, it, it Hold helps. on a minute. Hold on a minute. How many leagues are you in? Are you in as many as Arico? Because maybe we should call Arico in and get really the whole league on here to talk Do about. Do not bring Arico in. What, what, uh, how much it means. <laughs> yeah. He needs what to focus on setting to a know lineup. Football. Don't spend time on fucking a podcast. Hey, by the so way, by, by the way, Corey, you are the best defense. Um, in the Thank league um, for the full oh. season, uh, you have a um, a lead on on Walt, who's number two, um, which is about two points a week overall in defensive scoring. But after that, it really falls off to like um, I think it was a hundred thousand sixteen to your ten eighty seven, which is the number three defense. And if I take that by the twelve weeks, you almost have a six point per week on the rest of the league. Um, defensively so there you go he's back let's go all right I'm hey, shit. one more thing so <laughs> so joe burrow is a freaking assassin uh, especially against the chiefs but against the chiefs that's when jamar scored his 50 burger last year so Ooh. be real shame it's cool score, score 50 covered and still lose it's fine <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. He's gonna, get that, he's gonna get that 13 and a half from Kyron Williams. So yeah. Yeah. maybe even 14. <laughs> no. No. Jordan Brooks is gonna make him his bitch. Ooh, here we go. Strong words. All right. In a matchup that uh, means nothing to anyone except for these two, Walt versus Arico. Callan, tell us about this. So is Arico favored? Is this am I reading this right? Oh, yeah. Oh, by, oh yeah. By a lot. Yeah. And Corey Vegas too. Let's see, twenty-three oh, yeah. and a half. Guys are playing. Wow. Okay. That's a look at, the, look at it. Look at it too. Okay. So Walt's defense, even though it's only two points per game worse than yours, is getting no love. No. Okay. I guess not. All right. Well, um, I kind of agree though. I, I think Justin <laughs> Herbert is going to have. <laughs> I, I think Justin Herbert's going to have a day against the Raiders. Um, we all know what running backs like ETN can do against the Lions, assuming ETN's healthy. Um, I, I think he's going to probably pop against the Lions, even though they've been a little bit better lately. Uh, and then Mark Andrews for Rico, it's going to cancel out a whole lot of Lamar passing volume for Walt. And Lamar has been struggling anyway and gets the Denver Broncos defense, which is a tough matchup. So um, add in the fact that Matt Rico also has some beastly linebackers. And Zaire Franklin and Quay Walker. I think Rico comes away with the win here. I just like the matchups and the overall roster situations better. Um, and Rico is actually my lock of the week. So correct me if I'm wrong. Did you just use the same exact argument the exact opposite way? Okay, I just want to make sure I sure did. But we addressed it. Everyone knows what I mean by it. You know. Wait, 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 I missed it. What happened? 
he used the same exact argument, but in an exact opposite way. Two chance logo. Back. I like quarterback, that. receiver. I just, yeah. Oh, I just like it. I just, I just liked it. I felt oh, like a mental needed, note of it. It needed some respect shown. It was nice. I liked it. Corey, what do you got? I just think this is a, a I don't even know if this is really close. I think uh, Rico covers, I think it's a, my lock of the week. I mean, she, uh, Walt is starting Romeo Dobbs and Devin Duvernay and Van Jefferson um, to go with Evan Ingram and a defense, which is good, right? Second best defense in the league. But I'm sorry, when you have Justin Herbert, ETN, Brian Robinson, Alave, Waddle, Christian Watson, Mark Andrews, like I don't even I don't even understand where we're even in the same ballpark here. Uh, and Lamar Jackson's not been good, and you're playing Denver, like that's a problem. And so, Orico um, covers lock of the week. Orico wins. I uh, Scott Normanin, mark this down. Nine fifty seven on December first, twenty twenty two. Corey still doesn't believe in defense. Just putting it out there. But <laughs> I believe in it. But what like, you're saying makes sense. What you're saying makes sense. I got no argument here. Um, Rich, what do you got? So can we just note this, that the the not worst team in the league, um, who's going to be the number two overall pick, is currently projected to score 200 points this week, um, who has an offense that everybody on this pod so far has essentially roster-baited to um, during their reviews. Um, and, you know, I can't disagree with a whole lot of what was said. I don't know if Travis Etienne is going to play this week. I know he's been limited. Um, and I think the offense is very attractive. Um, I do think that on Walt's side of the football, I think uh, Zeke Elliott has gotten double-digit uh, touches and almost 20 touches in the last two games. I think Lamar Jackson does have a, does have a touch, tough uh, matchup with Denver, but you know he can run the football as well, which I think he's going to be forced to do and may end up getting a couple of, couple of tutties there. Um, wide receivers aren't great, but I think they're serviceable. But, you know, we look at the, the defense, and Derek Forrest is now playing 100% of the snaps. Um, Jalen Pitchery is now back in his lineup. That has a great matchup this week against Cleveland, and who knows what's going to happen out of uh, Deshaun Watson. Um, I think he has well, one of the top – he has a top five in Forrest Lucan. Uh, linebacker Malcolm Rodriguez has been solid, and I know Trev is bound to turn it over at least one or two times. Uh, I think that's what he's averaging this year. Um, that being said, he's got Sam Hubbard, Max Crosby, and um, I, I think his defense is, is very solid. It's going to set that really high floor uh, for him this week, and I just don't see it on the other side of the football. I see Alex Highsmith, who's had a good year, Zaire Franklin, um, but then I see three cornerbacks who are hit or miss, and I'm not buying it. So I'm going Walt this week. Ooh. I think Walt's floor, his solid foundation, will allow his offense to stand on their shoulders. And I think he gets the win this week. I think Walt scores another 188 points, but I think Orico falls short this week with 182. I'm looking. Uh, Jeff agrees with you. I think you in the people who actually did the pick them. It's just you and Jeff standing alone here. All right, Brendan versus Corey Hagerman in a matchup only a mother can love. Uh, what do you think here, Corey? Uh, I think the doctor gets it done. Uh, you know, just because he has Josh Allen, uh, Dave Montgomery. Good matchup, um, and his defense is is good enough. I think uh, he's got Matt Judon, who's already had nine points, and uh, Kyle Duggar's a, a, a good defense back. Um, and so, you know, I, I like. It's just hard to understand, like DeAndre Swift, like what it, what 
what's the what are they going to do like what how many carries does he get how many touches does he get i'm not sure what they're doing with deandre swift michael Pittman at dallas that's gonna be a tough matchup um chris godwin i like him keenan allen great um but you're starting noah gray um you're starting a backup for kansas city that's tough so i'll go with the doctor he'll cover um just because I think uh, the doctor has Josh Allen and some 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 pieces. Okay, uh, Rich, what do you got? Uh, yeah, so for me, um, you know, Josh Allen is always so hard to pick against. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of, of David Montgomery. Um, he's got two good receivers. He's starting this week that I think can produce: Debo Samuel and Tyler Lockett. Um, other than that. I think he's got a, a fairly solid defense, but I look on the other side and you've got Nick Chubb gets Houston. DeAndre Swift gets Jacksonville. I think it's going to be a bit of a shootout with Tennessee and Philly. So Ryan Tannehill might put able to put up some numbers. I love his wide receivers. And honestly, you call Noah Gray a backup, but Noah Gray's playing 70% of the snaps. Um, 66, I believe he got last week. Well, he hasn't touched 70, so I overestimated a little bit. 60% of the snaps, let's call it. Um, and a pass heavy offense, uh, and you know, people are going to be targeting Kelsey. Um, and that being said, I, I think I, I like, I like the defense in certain spots. I hate it in others. Um, but for me, I, I think that the offense this week, the Chubb, the Swift, the Keenan Allen is healthy. His hamstring is back. Chris Godwin is a good matchup on Monday night in prime time. Uh, and sometimes that prime time spot is good to have a player there. Um, to win the win the week for you. Um, so I'm going Corey this week, and this is my upset of the week. All right. Kellen, what do you got? <clears throat> yeah, this is a brutal matchup. Uh, Corey's been a seller lately to play the potential points game and make his team even worse. And then Brennan's just so hobbled on offense. Um, Corey's without Kyler this week due to bye week. That's a tough break for him. I guess he's probably not that upset since he's not necessarily trying to win anyway. Uh, but he has to rely now on Tannehill or Jameis, and uh, neither of those options are ideal. Really, though, Brennan's roster is just better right now, slightly, I guess. I think his defense carries the doctor to a dub. because uh, I, I think Brennan's defense is actually pretty good. I think they're kind of coming into form lately. So I think the defense stays hot, and the doctor wins. He's a doctor. All right, next matchup, Rich versus Mike. Kellen, what do you got here? Yeah, here's a newly formed rivalry game. <laughs> um, both teams kind of have eyes on their draft pick, first and foremost, but I think uh, – oh, what was that noise? I think Ryan left. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I think both teams would really like to come away with a win here and just kind of prove that they're better than the other guy. Um, Mike picked up a new quarterback this week, the pride of Western Kentucky and Mike fucking White, so – I think he's ready to bring the heat this week. So, Rich, I hope you're ready. But the questions I have are, does Mike White keep the magic going? Does Josh Jacobs stay hot? What does Amari Cooper look like with the rapist back under center as the as uh, the QB again? And then for Rich, is it a boom or bust week for Gabe Davis? I think he's been pretty quiet so far. And then can Cole Komet help propel the Bears past the Packers and hopefully damage their own draft pick in the process? And what does Zay Jones do against the Lions? Those are the kind of the questions I have in my head when I run down these rosters. I think that'll pretty much determine this matchup 
I think Mike has a little more oomph in the roster. Um, but as the owner of Mike's first, I'm saying he lays an egg and Rich rolls to the win here in my upset <laughs> pick of the week. Let's, so let's go. go. Spread that mustard, baby. Let's Spread go. that mustard. Take him down, Rich. What do you got here, Corey? I I agree with Kellen. I, I got this guy as my upset of the week. I've got uh, Bijan Mustard being the asymptomatic grammaticas. I just think Gus Edwards, you know, it sounds like J.K. Dobbins might come back this week. Um, and so that might – again, I think Denver's always a tough matchup. Um, Antonio Gibson, he's he's questionable. Josh Jacobs, after that heavy workload, is he going to repeat? And I frank, frankly, I don't think they need Amari Cooper this week with Houston, against Houston. I think they run the ball a shit ton. And uh, I think I think Rich has got enough. I think Nico Collins has a good game. I think uh, Lawrence, uh, Trevor Lawrence has a great game. They would pair with uh, Zay Jones. He needs some. He needs something from Alex Pierce. I think if he gets somehow like eight from Alex Pierce, I think he wins. And I think it's gonna be really close. I'll say, I'll say one sixty five for Rich to one fifty nine for uh, Mike. I'll take Rich in the upset. So even though Corey Vegas has Mike as a seventeen and a half point favorite, you're taking Rich. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. I love it. Um, clean sweep, I guess. I I got Rich as the upset of the week here myself. Which I didn't anticipate that anybody else would, but hey, I think this hey, is the rivalry. Can we go week. for a can we go for a clean sweep? Because Trevor Lawrence and Zay Jones are gonna go off again. Cam Akers is gonna finally fucking wake up and score three touchdowns. And it's just gonna be an absolute fucking massacre. Mike's gonna look like a fucking uh uh uh, a fucking just absolute loser at the Coney Eaton Challenge. He's going to have nothing but mustard all over his shirt. <laughs> it's going to be an absolute fucking mustard massacre. Rich in the Bijan Mustards win. Lock of the week. Lock it up. <laughs> it sounds like one of those uh, AM radio talk shows you know, in New York. <laughs> Lock of the century. I thought this right. was like a WWE promo, like uh, Ric Flair was going to pop out of a corner. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, next matchup, Kobe versus Julian. This is a big one. What does uh, Corey Vegas have? Let me pull that back up. Corey Vegas says the Bs minus 15. Yep. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have seen that before I made my bet. Can I make yep. two bets, Corey? No, you can. No, you cannot. Damn it. Okay. All right. Tell us about this one, Callan. So I have a feeling this is going to be a, like, everyone's game of the week. One of you may have already said your game of the week, but this is mine. I can't imagine I'm the only one to decide that, but um, I guess I'll claim it as my game of the week since I get to cover this one first. It's an easy choice since it's the top two seeds. Julian started the season 0-1, but is now on an 11-game winning streak, which is just insane. We know his players. We know what his team is capable of. He does have a few, though, quote-unquote, down weeks on the season when he scores in, like, the 170s or 180s. Like I said, some real down weeks there. Kobe averages 185 points per week, though. So, you know, this could truly go either way if Kobe gets the right bounces and he just may get those bounces. I think the bye weeks make a big difference here. Kobe has some some good bye week luck. I don't see any notable players on by in his roster, but for Julian, he's got D-Hop, Brian Burns, Frankie Luvu, 
All are out on by and all are normally starters for Julian, but he won't have them this week. So I'm taking the bees over the rats this week. Man, okay. Corey Vegas uh, may be better at this than me, which he has proven to be all year. Um, Corey, tell us what, what Vegas is thinking on this. I, I just think I, I like the match was way better for, for Kobe. I mean, I think you look at Julian's side, I think the Jets matchup for Delvin Cook is really, really tough. Jets defense is really good. I think they're like third in the in the league in like a, uh, adjusted adjusted stats against running backs. Uh, I listened to, I don't know, a podcast today. Um, Derrick Henry against Philly, that's a tough matchup. Alvin Kamara at Tampa Bay, that's a tough matchup. Uh, Mike Evans, again, if what's his face from uh, his nemesis from Saints plays uh, on Monday night, he's going to struggle. Demarcus Robinson, bum. And Jalen Hurts against, I think, one of the best defensive minds in the league um, it might have a, a down week. But on the flip side, you got Aaron Jones against Chicago. Love that matchup. Kenneth Walker against the depleted, disgusting Rams. Love it. Pickens against Atlanta. Love it. St. Brown against Jags. You already talked about how the defensive backs in Jacksonville suck. Love that. And so, frankly, uh, last week, Kobe had a down week defensively. If Kobe's defense comes to play, gets him, I don't know, 110 points, 100 points, I think he he covers. And I, I think this is my game of the week for sure, uh, game of the year. And I think, But I think Kobe has better matchups this week, um, and I'll take Kobe to cover this week. Okay. Uh, what do you got here, Rich? Yeah, who gives a shit about this game? It's not going to change anything for anybody. I agree with everything that Corey just said. I think the Bees win. Um, they do have pretty even defenses, but I, I really do like Cor- uh, Kobe's matchups this week a lot better on offense. So I'm going with Kobe. All right. All right, on to the last matchup here. We've got Scott versus Jimmy. Tell us about this, Corey Vegas. Um, I think it was what my, U minus 17 and a half. My, U minus 17 and a half. 20 minus 22. Ooh, what, 22? Yep. Um, you know, Stefan Diggs already got a touchdown. He's got 11. Um, I just think um, uh, Scott doesn't have enough. He's starting D- D- Daniel Jones. He's starting Josh Palmer. Greg Daltich is a bum. His defense is not very good. I mean, it's just it's one of the worst in the league, I believe. And um, I think you're just too much. You know, if Jonathan Taylor, uh, if Joe Mixon plays, Christian McCaffrey sounds like he's good to go. Patrick Mahomes in a shootout. He might – I think Patrick Mahomes – uh, scores 40 this week. I think it's just going to be one of those games. And, uh, you know, DK Metcalf against the Rams. I think the Rams are just done. And so I, I love anyone playing the Rams uh, going forward. And so I'll take you. Um, I think you cover. And I think uh, Scott is season's over. And that, that there's nothing better than saying that Scott's fucking season is over because he's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Rich? Yeah, so uh, for me, I think this is my game of the week. I think this is going to make or break Scott's season. Um, you know, if he loses, he's out, in my opinion. Uh, and unfortunately for him, he he does have a shitty defense. Um, Jimmy, you're fifth this year with 1,000 points on defense. Um, Scott's a whole 100 points back from that. Um, so it puts him down in the bottom third, I want to say. Um, and I just feel like, you know, your offense offensively is just – far superior with the better matchups. Um, so for me this week, this is my game of the week. Um, but uh, for Scott, unfortunately, I think his season ends this week. And Jimmy and the Borrow Snowmen get it done. All right. What do you got, Kellen? 
I'll be pretty short and sweet on this one. I mean, look at the scores from these two teams the past two weeks. Jimmy's scores are 183 and 190. And then Scott's scores the last two weeks are 143 and 145. Yeah. When you average those out for the two teams, we're looking at a 40-point difference per week between these two teams. So um, did I already do my lock of the week? If not, Jimmy's my lock of the week to end Scott's season. Scott, Scott's here with a healthy Jameson Williams who is about to explode on the scene for the Lions. So okay. we'll get the gold jacket ready for him. Is he playing tomorrow? No. No, I don't Probably think not. so. They, Probably not. Possibly next, next week. week. Next week. Unfortunately for, Scott, unfortunately for Scott, he's on a four-game losing streak, and this is just going to yeah. be number five in that streak. <clears throat> and he, he was texting me about it a little bit. Um, you know, it's just the – the guys gave it all they had early, and they're just kind of petering out. But <clears throat> I know he would love nothing more than to to take me out here and backdoor his way into the playoffs and 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 make it happen. So I'm sure he'll be uh, he'll be going all out to make sure that happens. All right, boys, that's it. This was a fun one. We had, we had a lot of a lot of unexpected stuff and just some some general banter, which is always fun. makes the makes the pod very fun. It's not mundane and monotonous. So um, I appreciate you guys being on here, and I had a good time. Yeah, Kellen, that's fun. Kellen, keep my trophy uh, warm and cozy for you, buddy. For me, buddy. I'm gonna dump a bunch of honey on it. How about that? Oh, baby, don't, <laughs> don't give like me that. Never mind. Don't give me a heart. Don't give me a heart right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna enjoy every minute I have left with this trophy because should the other half of my roster is probably gonna get injured after this week. So we'll see how she goes. Hey, we just all need to keep rooting for the Rams to lose. Let's go, Lions. Yes, no yeah, joke. at this point, I love yeah. it. Love Absolutely. it. All right, fellas. We'll talk to you guys later. See ya. See you guys. Yep, see ya. Go fuck yourself, Mike. <laughs> Jedi Corner. All right, HFFL. <clears throat> Welcome to Jedi Corner Week 13 edition. We have – this is the last week of really – Kind of the regular season, I guess. Uh, and then we have the crossover game. Uh, and then um, we'll be moving on to the playoffs. So a few big weeks here, a couple big, huge uh, weeks. A lot of things can still shake up in the league. Uh, so let's get started with the pod here. Fantasy Pool Pick'em. Kobe takes the slight lead uh, over myself. He scored five last week. I had four. Uh, I picked me, and he didn't, so uh, good on him for that. Uh, he has a he has 57 total. I have 56. And then uh, group of three, Snowmen, Tunnel of Terror, Trash Trunk have 51, and then Bajan Mustard has 50. Uh, so four weeks left for that, I think, um, for the totals on, on those pick-ems. So uh, four weeks to go. Hopefully I can catch him past Kobe and, and get that unit standings number one still said this a lot of weeks in a row river rats still sitting at 11 and one only one loss for the season uh let's see if he can hold it there by himself or if kobe will come up uh with the big game this week um and tie him in record obviously kobe's probably not going to catch him in four points four unless something crazy happens to the river rats but um he, he can you know tie that record up there uh, so the bees come in second, ten and two. Barrel Snowman at nine and three in third place, uh, with a stat correction win there. He 
could have been eight and four. Um, but he st- he stole some points from my team, I think, on stat correction. So uh, you you cheat and you win sometimes. Uh, fourth place, fire up ICU Tigers on that close uh, win over myself. So that helped himself out in this these playoffs, and he moves up to fourth place because of it. Trash Trunk get drunk in fifth place, another seven and five team. Uh, so those those two are feeling pretty good about their playoff chances right now with the point advantage they have over a lot of these teams trying to get up and in. Uh, so again, those are the fourth and fifth place teams. The last team in the playoffs at six and six is Tunnel of Terror. He has a good point advantage over a lot of teams. So um, even over Kobe in second place. So I think he's like fourth or fifth in points, um, and he's six in the standing. So I think that uh, Tunnel of Terror is feeling pretty good about this. Um, although he does have to play a team in front of himself, so he can really uh, make or break his playoff chances with this game. Um, give himself a little worse of an opponent in the ne- in the uh, next week's crossover matchup. So um, big week for Tunnel of Terror. This uh, is a very good matchup to end the season. Fire up Irish Tigers or ICU Tigers now, just fighting for his life to stay in here. Um, got a big win over me uh, this week, so um, hopefully he can do that. Uh, first team out, new name, but you still suck. Has lo- dropped four in a row. Was six and two, now dropped four in a row. So things are looking downward for him. Um, he's really hoping he can get a big win here, and then uh, probably rooting for the ICU Tigers to beat Tunnel of Terror, so he has that record advantage on him. Asymptomatic Grammatica has won three in a row. He's at six and six now, and he's looking to make some noise and try to bump into a playoff uh, here. He does have a disadvantage with his points four. Um, needs to score a lot of points over these next couple weeks. I don't know if that's going to happen, but he, he can root for some teams to lose in front of him with that same record as him or even the seven and fives teams. Uh, next is myself, five and seven. And then we have the Shade at four and eight, Running Backs Matter at four and eight, Dr. Make My Team Great Again at four and eight, and then the, the final two, Bajan Mustard at three and nine, Yeiser Plan at two and ten. All right, looking at the games this week, some big ones. All right, so first we start off Jonesboro Jedi. I feel like I just lost my playoff chance um, to make Jimmy sad. It is still possible, uh, however, very unlikely with my points four. Um, so I'm just playing uh, for pride at this point at the end of the season. I play against Trash Trunk, get drunk. Uh, he is fighting for his playoff life. If uh, I'm pretty sure he's safe right now, um, but if he loses, it could get kind of dicey that last week, you know, if he has a tough matchup to play against. So, um, but I am going to go with Trash Trunk, get drunk in this game. I picked myself last week and, and kind of lost in the standings there with against Kobe. So um, I am going to pick Trash Trunk in this game, um, but I'm really rooting for myself. Tunnel of Terror against Fire Up ICU Tigers. I really don't think uh, this is going to be a close game. I think Tunnel of Terror runs away with it. Fire Up Irish Tigers or ICU Tigers are you know kind of limping in right now to the playoffs. I'm not sure that he's going to be a problem for anyone if he gets there. Um, so it's just a lot of injuries on his team and tough breaks uh, after a championship year. I just don't I don't see him making any noise. I think he loses this week. The Shade against Yeiser Plan. Um, matchup of chodes here. Uh, the shade has been really bad the last few weeks. He got a win uh, last week, scored more points than he has in the past uh, past few. Um, I'm actually going to go with the upset of the week here and pick Yeiser plan. He's won two games all season, but I'm going to take him in this matchup. Um, 
and I think he's going to pull it off. Next up, Dr. Make My Team Great Again against Running Backs Matter. Uh, both teams struggling lately. Um, I'm hoping Running Backs Matter is going to score a low amount of points so some other people can catch him in that points four category make his pick a little worse. Um, but I am going to pick Dr. Make My Team Great Again to win this matchup. I haven't picked him in a while to win. I think Josh Allen is the deciding. Josh Allen and his defense, I think, is a deciding factor in this matchup. I think he just outscores them with defense, and Josh uh, makes it tough for running backs matter to win. Dr. Make My Team Great Again wins. Next, new name, but you still suck against the Barrow Snowmen. Uh, again, I don't think this is a matchup that's going to be close. Another team that's sliding, new name, but you still suck. Um, just hasn't been, you know, he just hasn't had it lately. Uh, with Buda Baker out on a bye, uh, who is his best defender. I think it's going to make it very tough for Scott to win this one. Barrel Snowmen win, going away. Bajan Mustard against the Asymptomatica Grammaticas. The Grammatica is really trying to make some noise here uh, and, and try to put himself in the playoff position. He has James Conner on a bye, which is not great for him. Uh, I just think it's still he's still too much for Bajan Mustard. Um, I mean, we all know... John uh, and Rich is throwing, you know, he's been tanking for the season uh, since the beginning of the year. They've been surprisingly good um, with their points for definitely being higher than we ever dreamed it would be and his win category being higher than uh, it would ever be. But I think the asymptomatic or grammaticas pull it off here and uh, continue to try to put themselves in a position to make the playoffs. That is... Um, nope, then we have, sorry, this is funny to look at because the bees and the river rats have still not put a lineup in. Um, I have, um, I'm pretty certain that they will put a lineup in. Who knows? I kind of doubt they're just going to leave that lineup empty. Um, one of them will put one in in the last minute and try to squeak out an easy win. <laughs> uh, this is my game of the week. Um, I know there's a lot of playoff implications in other games, um, and these teams are one and two, but you you can't call the first and second place team in a league playing each other not the game of the week, in my opinion. So this is my game of the week um, and could be another upset. I'm going to take the Bees to win over the River Rats. I have no idea who these teams are starting. River Rats have a few buys. Uh, New Hopkins, for one, is on a buy, so that's going to be tough for him. Um, and I, I just have trouble. I mean, obviously both of these teams have been winning, um, a buttload, but I have trouble picking against the bees right now. I just feel like right now he's a team of destiny and Matt is the luckiest motherfucker I know. So, um, I'm going to go with the bees to win, uh, in a close, very close matchup. All right. Looking over, uh, at Vegas, Corey here or Corey Vegas. Sorry. Um, I'm looking at some of the scores on teams on uh, who I took he has the bees um as the favorite there he has trash trunk as the favorite and also Yeiser plan so both of my upset picks he has as the favorites um not very surprising uh there um I don't think that the shade get beat by 24 against Yeiser plan uh how do I want to do this I'm actually gonna go. I'm actually gonna go the shade, uh, plus twenty three and a half against Yeiser Plan. So Corey, I'm gonna take the shade plus twenty three and a half against Yeiser Plan. I've I've beat uh, Corey Vegas two weeks in a row and going for three here. 
Uh, again, that's the shade plus 23 and a half. All right, boys. Uh, good luck this week, uh, especially to all you teams vying for a playoff spot. Uh, may the luck be ever in your favor and don't let Jimmy change your scores.